No this is a No Shame in My Name tribute episode dedicated to celebrating the life and the testimony of Radu, who passed away on the 6th of June 2020. Today would have marked his 32nd birthday. I asked his family and friends about where Radu found his joy. And then I asked them to share the moments of joy that they experienced with Radu. We begin with his parents. Hi, my name is Delia and I'm Radu's mom. Yeah. And then Camille, his father, his dad. Thank you so much for um, coming on the podcast today. It's a pleasure to have you both. Mm, it's an honor for us to be here and we are very, very grateful, really, for this opportunity to speak about our son. Um, oh no, don't be nervous. Okay. First of all, actually, where, where are you from right now? Geographically, where are you? Um, Romania, Eastern Europe, and uh, is the southern part of Romania, 100 kilometers away from our capital, Bucharest. And the next door to Radu's chamber? <laughs> Room. Room, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, that's amazing. I guess, yeah, with, with this podcast, my, my first question is normally what, what name would you would you bring to the podcast? But um, on this occasion, it's slightly different. Um, I wanted to ask you both, as Radhi's parents, to kind of take me back to the beginning of his life and tell me more about why you chose the name Radhi. Yeah. When I read your question, I remember that it wasn't no doubt that this would be the name of our son. Um, yeah, because this was the name of my father, and for me it was the most wonderful name in the world, because my father was my best friend, and not only that, but he was um, a wonderful man of, of God. and. Somehow, probably not, it wasn't very conscious, but I hope that some of the features of my father will be somehow translated to our son. Yeah. And the amazing thing, thing is that this was true. Looking back, precious things that my father had uh, were transferred somehow to our son. Yeah, I, I wasn't so profound at that very moment. <laughs> But because I, I respect it so much, uh, Radu, my, my father-in-law, it seems very natural mm. to, to choose that name because somehow it was under my conscience or in, in subconscious. my subconscious, in my thoughts, like, like a good name, you know, related to a, to a good person. So. I wasn't a believer at that very moment, so just I like that name. You've spoken about the qualities of your father, Delia, and your father-in-law, Camille. What kind of qualities um, did he have that you felt Radu um, showed? I think the first one, which was really striking, it was the love for the Lord. Uh, my father was really like uh, a lover. Um, not in, in, in a very child, childlike way. He really loved the Lord. And um, when he met a, another person, it took maybe five minutes before, but in five minutes he will start, uh, started to speak about the Lord. And um, yeah, how wonderful the Lord is. And I, I came to know Christ because I saw the beauty of the Lord uh, in what my father said. So, yeah, he was really in love with the Lord. And the other thing was, he was a free man. I saw in him freedom to walk with Christ in freedom. Because, you know, Romania was, still is, but it was a very conservative country. Um, in, in the society, but in the church as well or maybe much more in the church. And my father was, I think he was a little bit weird in his time, uh, being such a free believer, full of joy, 
full of jokes um, and still very deep in his walk with the Lord. And maybe the way he invested in young people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He was a he was a teacher, professor, and he was talking a lot with young people mm-hmm. about the Lord. About yeah. the Lord, yeah. And many came to Christ through him. Yeah. So, is this a kind of conversation that you would have had with Radhi um, when he was a child about the meaning of his name? And do yeah, do you recall any any moments that you specifically told him that he was named after his grandfather? Yeah, Radu knew for uh, for sure. Um, my father died when Radu was six or seven, seven. Yeah. and they were very good friends yeah. until that moment. And uh, Radu remember, and we used to remember. We to have memories about my father and to share together as family. So, yeah, he knew for sure that uh, he's wear, wearing, do you say, wearing this name? Or, uh, yeah, because, because of his grandpa and he knew a lot of things uh, about his grandpa. Yeah. Well, um, um, you probably you've probably mentioned it before, but can you just remind us what does Radu mean? What does the name translate to? What's the meaning of the name? In Romanian, it doesn't have a meaning. Uh, it's just a name without uh, a deep meaning. I found later that uh, in I I think in Slavish or I don't know is the meaning of joyous the a man with have, uh, who has joy. But I didn't know uh, this meaning when I <laughs> chosen the name. Yeah, so in Romanian, if you say Radu, it doesn't mean anything. It's just a name. Hello, I'm Tani, Radu's sister. I think I met him when I was born. <laughs> he was one year and a half older than me. And lately he was my best friend. I... I think the just time with him was last year during the pandemic when he stayed at my parents' house for a month and we saw each other every day. It was one of the happiest times of my life, really. He used to call me every day to ask if he can help me with the little boys. And yeah, it was truly an amazing time together. I have hundreds of memories with him, but I realized that the thing that had the biggest impact in me was that he was very attentive with other people. He didn't just ask how you're doing just to be polite. He was genuinely interested in you and he really expected to share your heart and your thoughts. When I was around him, I felt like he had an inner fire. It was like... um, he found the spring of the spring of life, or I don't know how to explain. He, it was like he was having a life that I wanted to absorb. I felt like he knew something of Jesus that I didn't have or didn't know, that he really lived what he knew. I really wish that I could stay with him all the time and learn as much as I can out of it. What I admired the most was that he was so quiet and rested in Jesus. He was feeling accepted. He was being at peace with who he was, with who he became, not expecting to be perfect, but being genuinely himself without regrets and troubles. Yeah, I wish I could I could learn this from him. You've spoken about um, your your father's and um, I guess Radu's um, joy in in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about? how how Radhi expressed his joy in the Lord. The joy in the Lord. He used to sing, even he didn't have a uh, a sense for music, but he used to sing with all his heart. Um, I don't remember a time when he didn't want to go to church. He enjoyed all the time the fellowship. And... Uh, in the meantime, yeah, he loved to, to share his faith with young 
uh, with teenagers. I think he was still a teenager when he started to have uh, these kind of friendships uh, to encourage and to share his uh, faith. And I, I don't know how to explain in this very conservative um, church or society, or how can I express? express. Uh, Radu was full of joy and different. I remember him organizing uh, trips with teenagers in the mountains just to um, let them see the nature, see the glory of God in the nature, and to, uh, to organize something nice for them and to have fun together. He was very funny. My name is Toby Brunner. But I met Radu actually in Romania, in a kids camp back in 2013. He was asking me twice for going for a walk. And because I could hardly follow a group discussion in English, it was just easier to have a one-on-one talk. And so in the camp, uh, we could, yeah, we could build our relationship. I was traveling to Romania in summer 2017. This was really a joyful time overall. Uh, I helped Radu in his work in preparing and organizing camps. And we also made a biking trip. One really nice moment was when we were visiting um, a Solver Spring and also for a hike through the forest. And the forest was really nice. And Radu asked if we could pray or if we would pray for um, the friends that we met a week before. So we walked through this forest, made a hike there, and we were praying for the people we met a week before. This is just one of many really nice experiences. Yeah. The, this is a small glimpse how I got to know Radu. I got to, to know him as a man who loved people, who, were, who was really joyful around people, who loved to hang around with people a lot, to play games, to laugh with each other. Um, he also enjoyed when he could see people grow um, he often told me about uh, people that he mentored and uh, that he met or visited in their home country or in Romania itself. He could follow his passion and that made him joyful. I definitely think so. And I also think he was very joyful when he could step over, over his personal borders, when he could discover something new, when he could do something that he never did before, when he, um, yeah, when he, especially in nature, when he could experience, discover a new, a new mountain or with friends together, be in the nature. I experienced him as somebody who just loves to be around people, but who also had his circle of friends, which he could specially uh, get energy from, which he really enjoyed to be around. And um, also his family, which was very, very important for him. And he also uh, told a lot, a lot of stories uh, from his family, from experience with them. Um, when he told these stories, he sounded very, very joyful. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's very encouraging. Um, can you can you talk to me about a time that actually? Can we just go back? Yeah, a few steps backwards. Um, do you remember what it felt like when, I guess, Radu was born? How did you feel as parents when Radu was born? Mm. <laughs> we were very happy. Yeah, we were very happy. Very happy. But we have a son. We were 22. So yeah, we were very young. Very young, yeah. 
I was just, uh, he was born just before I finished my last year of university. Uh, yeah. And you still had one year, one year yeah. to finish, so. Yeah, but it was such a wonderful time to have a baby and he was a sweet child. You cannot imagine a sweet child, always talking, always asking, always learning, but very, very nice and sweet. Do you um, remember a, a time, a joyous time that you enjoyed with um, Radu? when he was when he was here i need to pick one from uh, a lot of joyous memories um but i was thinking of in 2019 we have been together in a medical mission we have been in medical missions for the last um i think the first one was in 2013 but in 2019 he was the leader and it was such a blessing for me to be to be led in this mission by my son and it was different because uh, as i told you he was full of joy and uh, a free follower a free disciple so uh, it was different from all the other years we uh, of course we it was a, a deep commitment for what we were doing we were reaching um, unreached people by, by medical care because I'm a dentist and he was a dentist as well. Uh, but in the meantime, with the team, we had a lot of fun. And yeah, for me, it was so special to be with him and to see him growing as a leader and to trust him. And yeah, it was a very good time. Hi there, my name is Elke. Radu was so many things to me. He was a friend. He was a colleague with whom I loved working together. He was a coaching client because he always wanted to grow. We delivered trainings together around the world. He was a participant in our last coaching academy because he was getting trained to become a leadership development coach. So many different layers to the relationship. I met Radu at a coach mentoring course in Belgium when he was just 26 and then later again when he was in a small group um, that I got to lead and he was a participant on a global leadership development program. I have a lot of fun memories and joyous times that I enjoyed with Radu. He was one for adventure and I remember being in Dhaka in Bangladesh with him. And we decided that we would go and um, jump on one of these rickshaws and submit ourselves to the crazy Bangladeshi traffic. Another beautiful time was when he showed me around Brasov in Romania and introduced me to his home food and country and culture and just so clearly loved introducing me to um, his roots. There were many things where Radu found joy, last but not least in nature, and it's kind of crazy that he died um, being in the mountains while he wanted to hear from God what his next steps would be. Radu found incredible joy in learning, in growing himself, but also investing intentionally in others. Um, he always wanted to bring out everything in others. And bring out everything in himself. He found joy in adventures. But he also found joy in his professional practice. As a dentist. And wherever he was. He found joy in making his life count for God. He was someone who was hungry for life. And always seemed to live breathlessly. Trying to squeeze out of every opportunity. Even the last drop and the last ounce. Radu was super smart. And he found joy in getting to the heart of things and engaging with complexity as well as being there for younger men to invest in them and bring out their potential. When I think about lasting thoughts or memories, there are many. Some are deep, some are profound. He was a tremendous guy. I miss him incredibly, but I also know that he's now in a place um, where he believed with his God 
um, in his life, even if it was short in years, leaves a legacy that is high in impact. Uh, the time of the lockdown for us was such a grace because he was at home after many years when he studied um, in another city and then he was always gone with missions. But finally, for two months, he was at home and it was such a grace for us, such a joyful time. Yeah, and looking back, it was a gift from the Lord. What about for you, for you, Camille? Um, do you have any particular moments, like joyous moments, that you shared with Radu? I think um, <laughs> for me, at the moment when we were in um, in mountains, we used we used to to go to in the mountains to make trips to make trips in the mountains, whole family with the tent. Yeah, this is another thing Radu inherited from. My father-in-law. Yeah, that's true. So he was very trustful or full of responsibility. And he was taking care of the others all the time. Mm -hmm. His brothers, he was helping me with the tent, with, with the fire, with the fire, with woods for the fire and so on. Hi, my name's Nelly. Um, I met Radu back in 2019 at the turn of the year to 2020 uh, at Revive Europe. Uh, and he was just at a booth. We got chatting and just talking about, you know, sharing the gospel and um, kind of challenges that come with that. And he was saying how, um, which was quite funny, it made me, it brought a lot of joy to me, actually. Um, he was saying how uh, he finds it challenging sharing the gospel in Romania, especially as an orthodontist, that people come into the practice um, or are already professing Christians. And that's quite <laughs> annoying sometimes. And I found that really funny and I could kind of relate in some ways. Um, but yeah, he was just sharing his passion to um, really, yeah, reach the unreached um, and go into, um, yeah, work kind of, as a tent maker um, and that yeah that really encouraged me and so I'd say definitely just from maybe the first real conversation I had with him just the light of Jesus and his his love for Jesus and for others to know Jesus just really shone through him through that so yeah that was a definitely a real joy that I saw in him. Many times I I used to to find him in the morning he woke up the first and find him with the Bible or maybe trying to, to make the fire for the others. Yeah, I have a lot of memories with, with him in the mountains. And then one, one of the, yeah, now I remember a precious memory is when we visited him mm -hmm. in Brasov in October. Yeah. yeah, And we spent the day with him, just mm -hmm. Delia, me and him. He was very kind. Yeah, he wanted to show us everything that was nice in the city yeah. and to eat together and to cook for us. And yeah, it was a very special day. And the way he used to, to phone me to, when mm -hmm. he was in, you know, in trouble or he needs to, to solve some life problems, yeah, he used to phone me. Day. My name is Francois and I'm Karen Voslo and we met Radu through OM's Joshua Journey Leader Development Process and since that time we have been walking with Radu. One of the joyous occasions that we can remember was when we actually visit Romania as a world lead team and he was the person responsible to make it happen that excellence with what he did it and with the joy in which he received us is a lasting memory for me. In our conversations with Radu, we remember how often he referred to is the joy that he get from walking with Jesus, the joy that he got from visiting his parents, the joy that he got from being with his friends, 
and then also the great joy that he had from just being by himself in nature. All these things brought so much joy to Radu's life. One other occasion I remember that uh, we found great joy was when he was struggling with a spiritual issue, very complex. And as we were journeying with him, he had an amazing breakthrough with the Lord and through the Holy Spirit and the joy that came over as we were doing the online call was something that still reverberates in my spirit. Our thoughts are still so often with Radu and our prayers and thoughts are still with his family as well. When I think of Radu, I always think of a person that reflected the Lord Jesus so well as he tried to follow him. Hi, my name is Oksandra Stenescu and I am Radu's little sister. I'm six years younger than he was. One of the many joyous moments that we shared is one very dear to my heart. Um, we shared the love for painted ceramics and we had this second-hand place in town and we both kept on going to buy yet another cup or another saucer or another teapot and one day Radu came home very proud um, we lived together at that time just the two of us with a little fondue thing so you would put a little candle underneath it and I think it was supposed to be for melting cheese um, we used it for chocolate and that evening we gathered around it and we melted some bitter chocolate and covered bananas and strawberries and ate them. As far as I recall, we didn't really enjoy the taste as much as the experience of sharing stuff, of just being friends, opening our hearts to each other, being vulnerable. It's one of the many times that we had conversations over food because we both loved cooking and trying new recipes. Radu was very adventurous with his cooking. Um, and one of the things that intrigued me about him during his final two or three years was the way he found time for everybody. And I genuinely think that this is something that really brought him joy, to be involved, to be invested in other people's lives, to pour out in others' people's hearts, um, what his heart was filled with, with Jesus, with his friend. Um, I have many, many memories with Radu that all testify to him being sold out for Christ, um, being focused on this one purpose, to bring glory to Jesus, whom he loved, and to great joy in knowing that he is loved back. Hi. My name is Jessica Williams. I met Radu in December slash January 2019-2020. Yeah, I would say he was first and foremost a dear friend and a special friend to me, especially in the months leading up to the Lord calling him home. I really can't imagine um, a time that wasn't joyous with Radu, but actually I want to say I can't imagine a time that wasn't impactful. He was someone I looked up to or someone I look up to. He had a an energy for life. He was ready to take on um, care for anyone and I sense that in my relationship with him. Just he wanted to help me. He wanted to care for me, um, to serve in any way that he could and it wasn't anything I had to strive for to receive from him. It was just naturally how he lived out his faith. And yeah, I will, I think right now, it hasn't even been a year yet since he went home, but I do find myself looking for the Radus in the world or those who just are so passionate and seeking to live for Jesus in a way that I think many of us are not ready for and the freedom that he had in Christ to live fully 
and abundantly riding his bike or trying to eat so many different foods, even though he couldn't eat a lot of them um, because of his own understanding of his body and what it could take in. Um, I just found that he was in that way as well, very self-aware. His life goes on. In Christ, we have eternal life and we don't worry or fear death. And I know that that was the case for Radu and for so many that love him and know him. And I know for me, I'm fully assured that he's where um, he longed all his life to be (laughs) or a lot of his life to be in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ his savior and best friend. And that gives me so much hope. And I think in my life, this was my first significant loss um, because of the bond that Radu and I built, like I said, in the latter months of his life. But it was a blessing in that I didn't have to worry. I know that he's safe. I know that he's at, at the highest extent of joy right now and I'm I'm blessed to know that. Hi, my name is Amy Cato. And I am David Cato, the husband of Amy Cato. <laughs> we uh I first met Radu at a Starbucks where we met to talk about what um I was involved with as a pastor of a church. And that's when I first uh, met Radu. Radu was a member of our of our church family for several months. Here in Brasov. In Brasov, Romania, where we currently reside. He was also uh, became a good friend during those few months. Radu was a uh, a person who loved loved Jesus, loved people. It was a great joy for us to have him in our home often. He would play with our children, and uh, we enjoyed meals together. Uh, he was part of a, a Bible study, helped me lead a Bible study for uh, college students here in our house. Yeah, many different contexts, we, we enjoyed our relationship and time with Radu. Two things that come to mind about Joy and Radu is, one, he seemed in his elements uh, when he was with the college students sitting around the dinner table, exchanging stories, laughing. Um, we would eat and then we'd have a time of singing and then get into the word. And he really enjoyed that. It was obvious. And then, um, surprisingly, I remember being surprised when he had a car crash on the way home once from the airport and his car got totaled, but he was fine. And so he started just riding his bike around town and to get to work and to get to our house from his house. And, he shared that he was really kind of happy that he didn't really need a car at this point in his life. And even though it was cold, I mean, it was like December, January, February, winter months. Um, he just seemed really happy and content to get around on his bike. So that stood out to me. Um, he was also really sweet to my six-year-old boy, Lewis. They were friends. Yeah, I think Rade was pretty evident that he found his joy ultimately in his relationship with his Savior, Jesus Christ. And that was very evident. Definitely not a perfect man, but one who uh, was seeking the Lord and, and uh, I would say, fighting for joy and finding joy in his in His Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, and then from that, he also found great joy, I think, in serving and, and loving people, um, and uh, meeting new people, going to new places and cultures. Um, I think that was a a great source of joy for Radu in in giving to others and uh, helping and helping others um, to also find their joy ultimately in in Jesus Christ. Uh, So that was um, something I noticed about about Radu. It's it's clear that... um... Yeah, just from listening to you speak and from the recordings that I received, it's clear that he had a massive impact on the lives of the people that he was in relationships with. Mm-hmm. He was very much a people's person um, and he enjoyed being around people and serving people in special ways. 
But um, where else did Raddy, where else did he find joy? What made him joyful? What else aside from his joy in the Lord and his joy with being around family and friends? Where else did he find joy? I, I think the first place is in relationships. Uh, but otherwise, he loved children and he loved to be with his uh, nephews and nieces. David, ce faci acolo cu mașina? We have so many pictures with him. Uh, in, in one picture, he's carrying both uh, nephews. One was probably six months old and the other one was two years old. And he was carrying both of them. Mm. Yeah, and he had a lot of um, creativity to make stories for them and um, uh, games to play with these small children. And he loved cooking. We cooked together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and actually, I, I, he taught me to cook um, in, in like an Indian, uh, Indian dishes and what he learned from his uh, all his travels. Mm. Yeah, I remember that he prepared stuffed onions. Do you remember? Yeah. I don't know the name. It was a, a complicated name, but it was very good. I think I've um, throughout this series, I've only spoken to maybe one parent, but I wanted to ask like. They usually speak about the way they call their children. Um, I wanted to know if you had any, like, nicknames or endearing ways that you would call um, Raddy. <laughs> yeah, it is a name. Um, Kami likes to, to give nicknames for children that are funny. And uh, his name, because his name resembles with the name of an, an insect, but I don't know the name and. Oh, it was Radashka? Yeah. yeah. No. This was occasional. <laughs> no, the main nickname was Kid. Kid? Yeah. Kid, yeah. Uh, the the Why, goat. Yeah, the, the, the baby of a goat. Kid. <laughs> Because when he was very little, he was jumping when yeah. he walked. <laughs> so it remains... Until now, yeah. I, mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I, I, I was telling him this <laughs> kid. But in Romanian, if you want to hear uh, how it sounds in Romanian, it's Ied. 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 Oh, Ied. Ied. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah, there's so many, you shared so many, like, special precious memories um about yeah your time with your son when he was here and it's yeah so moving just to listen to your stories it's a painful um thing when the lord takes someone that you love away but i wanted to know for you um as parents one year after the passing of radu where do you find your joy where have you found your joy For me, I, I'm speaking for me. Um, the Lord was very graceful. And starting with the first days, uh, he spoke to me very clear. Mm. One thing that he said, it was, your son is alive. And... Yeah, knowing that he is with the Lord, knowing that he is in his presence, knowing that even if I would have had the power to take him back, um, maybe he wouldn't appreciate that because he loved the Lord. And it was, yeah, just the fulfillment of his life. So um, having this perspective of he with the, him being with the Lord and we here surrounded by this um, how do you say cloud of witnesses helped me go through the first days and then 
I find so much comfort in the presence of the Lord. And even when in, in the hard days, even when the memories are very painful, even when I miss him a lot, um, the Lord is very, very, very near. I, I couldn't imagine that he can be so near, so delicate, so knowing all the details of my sorrow. Yeah, so for me, definitely the joy is in the Lord, in his presence, in his love, in his perfect plans, in his sovereignty. The same is for me, and if I may add something, that somehow he lifted us, Mm -hmm. or maybe he Mm -hmm. lifted me to see all these things, Mm -hmm. because I wasn't upset with the Lord, but I didn't have joy, but somehow he helped helped me to see that in in him is the real joy. And after that, to see that I can find joy in brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. again in nature, again in children. It's not everything perfect because I, I don't like mountains yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is difficult for us to think about traveling again in the mountains. Yeah in this moment, but otherwise we remember his uh, life full of joy, how he enjoyed details of life and the morning sun and the birds and yeah, we remember that and um, I'm thinking that if here on this earth, which is marked of sin, it's so beautiful, how should be, how it is in heaven? where everything is perfect in, in the presence of our Lord Jesus. So, yeah, here is our joy. Amen. Thank you. Yeah, that's, yeah, true. And it's incredible that um, God has blessed you mm-hmm. in in these painful times with, yeah, joy that surpasses any and understanding so yeah thank you for sharing that I guess pulling it back to the theme of the um, podcast and like how it's about names and meanings of names I was just wanted to know how important do you think um, names are in in dictating the life of, of anyone really well Juliana I don't know if this is a rule maybe it's not but for him it was real that the name was like the label over a parcel and in the parcel were uh, spiritual features that was were passed through the name from my father through to him so it was um, i don't understand exactly but i think names are important um, for a parent it's important to think uh, to to ponder what is the best name for a child and to stay before the Lord and receive the, the proper name for, for the child. I can't say that I have done that, but I told you, it, it, I don't think otherwise that it is grace. It's, it's the Lord's grace that he gave us, together with the name, these beautiful features of my father. Wow, getting me emotion, <laughs> emotional. Um, yeah, just listening to you share about these ama- amazing qualities that that were passed down to your son. I think, yeah, I think we've reached a natural end. But I just wanted to ask if you had anything else that you wanted to um, share for whoever might be listening. Maybe, yeah. I just want to uh, tell you that. In maybe in an unusual way, Rade taught us a lot of things. Um, 
in the first evening um, when we when his body was here with us all the family gathered and we had the time when we shared about the things that you we learned through Rado and it was amazing it was amazing that even my mom which is his grandma learned many things from him and through his life um, and for us it was yeah just grace that he he was here for these 31 years um, and that in in this way we were just enriched enriched through his life and through the way he honored us even when he was deeper uh, spiritual than us but never he never looked down to us but in a very sweet way um, yeah passed his knowledge of God uh, to us we are very grateful very grateful for having him yeah and for the grace of God who made possible that he is now with him and has eternal life and it's not an end. It's just the beginning of the real life with Jesus. That's the yeah, the real legacy that someone can leave. Um what about for you, Camille? Do you have anything else that you'd like to add or share about I think that it's not so important that uh, my father-in-law was Radu and my son was Radu and his features best passed to Radu. I think the real explanation is in the fact that both of them were very open to the Lord and the Lord could shape them Mm -hmm. in, his image. in his image, you know, and this is the resemblance mm -hmm. of them. Mm -hmm. Because, as I know, my father-in-law, before knowing the Lord, he wasn't such a, such mm -hmm. a sweet guy. Mm -hmm. He was very bright, intelligent, very communicative, but he was very selfish. Mm -hmm. Some of these were in Radu also, mm -hmm. when he was in maybe a teenager. But after that, the things changed in both of them. And this is because they, they know the Lord, they knew the Lord, mm -hmm. and they love the Lord so much. So I think even it's from Radu to Radu, <laughs> we, we can remember many, so, Features is not because both of them were Radu. It's not because we were his parents. It's because of the Lord. Thank you so much for yeah. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much and um, for sharing that. Wow! I don't even know what to say, what to say. I'm so I'm so blown away by what, by everything that you shared. Um. Yeah. Just going back to the point you said about how much Radu taught you, and I guess everyone that he came into contact with. But um, I like to do this little segment um, on this podcast where I ask my guests to share a bit about the language that they speak. So you, you said you speak Romanian. Could you give us like a quick lesson on like greetings? How do you say thank you in Romanian? Uh, okay, I'll give you a sentence. <clears throat> Draga Juliana, it's mulțumesc foarte mult. <laughs> Dear Juliana, I thank you so much. Mulțumesc. And because here in Romania we are celebrating Passover. On Easter. Easter, sorry, sorry. Easter. We have Easter tomorrow, Easter yeah. tomorrow, yeah. Mm. We can say Christ is risen, Christos anviat. <laughs> and the answer is, it, it's a greeting. When you meet somebody on the street, even you know or you don't know him, you say Christ is risen. 
and he's responding, really he's risen. Risen indeed. Christos mm-hmm. Alviat, Adevarat Alviat. Wait, you have to switch. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Christos. Christos. A, Christos a înviat și răspunsul este adevărat a înviat. Okay, I'm, I'm going to be that. <laughs> of time. <laughs> I can remember properly, but he is risen indeed. And that is, I think that's a good note to end on because as he said earlier, um, this isn't the end. We will one day see our saviour. We will one day see Radu um, in eternity. And yeah, there'll be no more tears, no more crying, no more no more death. So yeah, I think that's a good note to end on. I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for sharing yeah, his testimony in this way. And it's been a pleasure to, yeah, to speak to you. We thank you for having us here and yeah, having this wonderful idea of bringing all these memories together to have yeah, this time of sharing about our son. Thank you very, very much. Yeah. And Christ is risen. <laughs> He's risen indeed. <laughs> yes. And yeah, sorry about that. Um, I completely forgot about your questions. Uh, yeah, just yesterday was hectic, so, but yeah, no excuse. So for my name, yeah, um, my name is Joyful. It's, um, I didn't know that, so it, I didn't get it because of that, but it means Joyful. It's an old root in, uh, in Slavic, so you can find this word like in Russian or in Serbian or yeah, languages like that, so that's the meaning of my name. And then I don't know if it has a history, so it's my grandfather's name, my mom's my mom's dad's name, so to say. And I don't think my parents choose it deliberately because of my mom's dad, but um, yeah, um, as a history, he's the first guy who became a Christian in our family. And then, yeah, for 15 years, I think he was the only one and mocked by everyone. And then eventually all of his children and um, like sons in his both of his daughters his wife his sons-in-law um, and one of his um, yeah one of the one of the mothers of his sons-in-law became Christian so kind of Christianity came into our family to him and um, yeah he was a doctor and a poet and a photographer like a professional photographer and um yeah many other things so yeah but i don't think it's especially specifically because of him we are also uh, yeah i didn't inherit his character or something but that's with my name uh, and then in south africa i'm living on tuesday and i'm going for a training to pretoria and then i'm going for three days to cape town for holidays and i guess that's all for now and i'm gonna tell you a bit yeah more in a bit <laughs>